My name's Angelo LaRocca. I've uh, been a cane farmer all my life since age 16. Uh, I've done active cane farming here for 61 years and I've sort of uh, uh, cut back a bit now in the, the last year and a half or so. I've sort of, uh, sort of retired just doing uh, gardening and uh, other things that I've enjoyed most. Uh, yeah, so that's where I'm, where I'm at, trying to enjoy the rest of my life here. Um, uh, I, nobody will move me from here. I was born here and, I, and uh, I want to spend the rest of my days here. We're sitting inside one of your sheds. If you were to tell me which shed this is, how would you describe it? Well, this is the main shed where all the, all the action uh, happens, where all our machinery is, all our modern machinery, uh, the centre of our farm, I suppose. When, yeah, this is where it all happens, where our repairs, where we store our machinery... That's about it, yeah. And what about the other sheds that are on this farm? Well, the other two sheds, or the, main, the other two main sheds were actually stables back in the days when uh, farming was done with draft horses and uh, that's what they are, they're about over 100 years old now, just barely uh, surviving, I suppose, yeah, just uh, showing their age and, uh, yeah, they're good history and they're good, uh, well, more of a museum to us and sort of brings back a lot of memories when we're old, when we're younger, I should say. I remember going with my father on, on horse and sulky and, and getting chop-chop for the, for the horses and feeding them. And then we had an old saw bench which to do uh, cut uh, wood with the saw for the old wood stove back in those days before we had electricity. We didn't have electricity here till about 1951. So prior to that, it was all uh, wood stoves and little lamps at night we used to do our homework and more not much more than candlelight and we survived but once the electricity came we had to go back to, to lamps on blackouts and that we noticed the big difference here. <laughs> when you come into this shed what kind of mindset do you have are you coming here to work? Well not at the moment so much but uh, yes it's been part of my life for I suppose, well, being part, always been part of my life, yeah, because this is where it all happens, where we're, when you employ people, um, we sort of meet here of a morning, we decide what our day's program's going to be, uh, who's going to take what tractor, what job, when and where, and if it's, uh, you know, if, the, if it's been wet or, or dry or whatever, we could uh, make adjustments on the day uh, for the job ahead. Um, and with, uh, during crushing time, of course, well, there's different... Uh, jobs then we do all the cane harvesting equipment and the off season of course we do the the jobs are cultivating cane spraying for weeds and and fertilizing and things like that and irrigating so yeah this uh, sort of brings back a lot of memory even now I'm not actively farming it's sort of still part of my life and always will be because I know nothing much else. In here I'm getting a smell of, of fuel which is actually nostalgic for me because my mum used to run service stations, so I immediately sense that the fuel, but you also have that gorgeous Childers red dirt. What's the first thing you notice when you come into the shed? Well, I suppose I've been coming here every day of my life, I suppose, uh, working life anyway. Uh, yeah, it's sort of nothing really really hits me. Just, uh, it's just natural, I suppose. If there's a smell of fuel, like I think behind us now, I think there's a track the leaking fuel on the ground and that's where the, the odour is from. Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I picked that up and there's no doubt about that. If this, the, the shed's been left in an untidy position, I noticed that straight away too. <laughs> the red dirt's always there. If there's wind, there's, yeah, there's dirt, leaves and everything. 
Yeah, and the red soil, well, we'd, we'd sort of grown up with it. It doesn't, doesn't really take much notice of it. Uh, you know, the red soil has that, makes everything pink and, and dirty, and we accept that. That's why we never wash our car much, because by the time we get out on the highway it, it's, and you wash it, there's no point because it gets dirty again. And, uh, and that's the same thing, everything. So if you look around, uh, you see all the uh, coats of red dirt up on the ceiling and everywhere. Well, that's just part of life here. We accept it. And that's what it is. You seem very much at ease, at peace here, like this is a place you belong. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, it's been my life. It's been my uh, uh, living here, I suppose, and it's where I brought up my family. Yeah, so my parents were here before me too, and it's, there's a sense of uh, nostalgia, I suppose. And my, my dad was, well, he first bought the first piece of land here in 1927 first worked here uh, in 1915 just across the road from from here and uh, yes there's a sort of a, a sense of belonging here and uh, and and something I don't want to part from has that helped you get through tough times farming life is not ever an easy life but have you found the shed to be a place where you can come connect with your other farm workers with your family and and get through it Oh yes, because after all, it's our bread and butter, really. When you come to think of it, and uh, yes, and uh, yeah, there's always something to do in the shed. There's always repairs or something, and uh, yeah, you, you've, yeah, it's part of your life, and uh, yeah, you just can't, yeah, you just can't keep away from it. I suppose, yeah, that's, that's uh, being a, a male person, I suppose, and, uh, and and then you need a shed these days to house all your equipment and all your fertilisers and chemicals and whatnot so yeah that's very much part of your life and you can't be without it. I guess on those days where you might be feeling like uh, things are uh, you know I think about things like getting through droughts for example where there's very little you can do about it but if you can come to the shed pick a project work on a task you get that sense of usefulness and, and being able to control something back again. Oh yes, there's always something. There's always something plenty to do in a shed. Yeah, you're sort of repairing machinery and uh, and getting ready for when the uh, rains do come. Because when the rains do come, there's going to be a big flurry of of weeds, fertilising to be done, all sorts of things that you've been waiting for for when the the dry weather uh, breaks. And uh, yeah, you get get ready. You make sure your machineries are in good order. Your cultivating equipment's are in good order. So as soon as you can get back on the fields after the drought breaks, yeah, you get, get to tackle those weeds and do the fertilising and whatever else needs to be done out in the field. So yes, it's always a centre of activity. Speaking of activity, you had visitors last week. A vintage car club came to spend some time around your shed. What what were some of the conversations had in some of the sheds when the, the car club was here? Well, a lot of those club car club members were, well, retirees, I suppose, and they would remember a lot of the past too. And uh, Yes, it was sort of uh, catching up on the past, how how we lived in the past, how things were in the past, and how different it is for the young people of today. Uh, yes, we we shared a lot of those um, memories. Yeah, it was good to sort of go back in time, and uh, it sort of we, yeah, it, it was sort of going back to basics, I suppose. Do you think those conversations, that connection with those other blokes, would have happened without the shed? Uh, no, because we, we visited all those other two stables that we talked about that are on the property and this shed that we're in now. Uh, yes, they were amazed by the, all the old equipment that we used to use, how we used to plant the cane back in, in the 1930s and 40s and even before that. 
uh, and, and to now have all this, got all this modern equipment here, modern planting, automatic planters, where in those days it all had to be cut by hand and everything was done by hand. A lot of the weeding was done was by hand, by chipping ho- uh, with chip hose and things like that. And nowadays it, uh, that just doesn't happen. You, it won't happen because the young generation uh, just uh, don't understand and it's just not the way things are done today. And, and, you know, the difference between yesteryear and today is so far apart. And uh, something that the young generation of today don't fully understand just how farming was done way back then. And, uh, yeah, and there's a, such a big difference. And that's the sort of thoughts we were sharing with the uh, Children's Car Club members last last week. Yeah. Do you see that as an important role for Sheds now as part of that holding on to the history of, of how things were done? I think so. For me, it certainly is, yeah. I mean, to me, I, I a lot of people want to sort of... Uh, get things off me but I, I like to hang on to all those old equipment that we used to have um, especially those horse drawn implements that we still have uh, even some horse gear or collars and stuff to belong to the draft horse era all the stables where they used to feed had those machinery for chop chop engines and corn crackers that we used to use to feed the horses with it's an important part of uh, of living now comparing the past with the present and possibly the future. <laughs> and when you finish up a job in the shed, work, walk out, turn the light off, close the door, how are you feeling? Do you always come away with a certain mood? Well, it depends what sort of a day you had, I suppose. If things have gone well, uh, you go home in, in, in a happier mood with things that you, get, you know that something's broken down and, and, and it's going to be a problem or expensive or you're down in your operations for a few days, well, that's sort of a bit of a worry. You go away with that and sort of think about it during the night, a bit of a worry in that sense. But that's life. You get the good and the bad. And uh, as farmers, we're well seasoned to that, that we know that the sun will shine again tomorrow. And you'll be back in the shed tomorrow. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes, well, that's, that's it. That's where it all happens. That's where our bread and butter really uh, starts from, I suppose, yeah, where you plan things and uh, get things ready and then you move out to the fields and do what needs to be done. Do you have memories of your dad in the shed? Well, not this shed, but, yeah, other sheds that were here before this one. Yeah, he would have done the same, yeah. Back in those days, of course, when they had to repair something, you had a blacksmith shop. Nowadays, you've got welders and oxyacetylenes and all sorts of modern gear. Back in those days, you had a, what they called the a, a forges and, and that where you heated metal on, on coals and that and then bent them around. I remember those days. I remember my father doing all that. And that was what they call blacksmithing. Nowadays it's all boiler making and welding and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's all totally different. But yeah, I, I remember that. And, and, and they would have spent time in the sheds too, well, particularly in the stables with horses. You had to repair the feed for them, make sure the machinery that prepared the feed for the horses were in good order and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Instead of nowadays we change oils and tractors and cleaners and all sorts of things like that. Back in those days, they would have to do the same sort of things, but only for horses. Is it a, a solitary place or a place where you find community with others? Well, it can be solitary, but it, it also can be a community. When you've got workers with you, you're doing things together. You're getting bouncing ideas off each other. I mean, there's other workers, when we're on your own, well, you're on your own. And, and it's sometimes it's good to be on your own. You can think better and do things better and come up with better ideas or some ideas sometimes, better ideas maybe. 
but it's good to have somebody else's opinion and somebody else to help you do lift heavy things and things like that, yeah. So it's, it is important both ways. It's good. Yeah. And if you're uh, causing trouble in the house, do you get sent to the shed sometimes? <laughs> well, not so much getting sent. You'd, what, you'd like to go to the shed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out to the you shed, love. To be sent. You don't have to be sent. You just do it. <laughs> <laughs> when you look around this shed, do you feel a sense of achievement for your 61 years in farming? I, I think so, because there was a really old shed here before. We had to demolish it and build this new shed well, about 25, nearly 30 years ago, and that's an achievement itself. We can house more things and work on machinery better. Machinery are getting bigger and better, and they too can play up and uh, especially modern machinery with all this modern technology they can play up just as much as the older machinery can if not more sometimes and that can be more annoying too because in the older machineries a lot of things you could sort of fix yourself but this modern machinery well you need modern gear and computers which we uh, can't fix ourselves yeah they, they have their place in life and that's all there is it's just like everything else like a, a lady belongs to the house and the man belongs to the shed i suppose <laughs> <laughs>